Ah, as I lunged up forward in my bed, I looked around. As I looked around, I started to think, this isn't my house, and I don't think that nightmare was a dream. I think it was real. I'm sorry, I didn't properly introduce myself. My name is Janice Kronensky. I live outside of Dallas, Texas. Now you're probably thinking, what was all that stuff about dreams? Well, in order to go understand, we have to go back to the beginning. It was on June 13th, as my alarm went off at 5.15 a.m., I got into the shower and then came out to brush my teeth. I, just before I went into the bathroom, I had put toast into the toaster and jam on the side. I didn't really need to worry. I would packed my backpack last night. As I finished getting wrapped up with my bathroom duties, I snuck past my mother quietly so, she did, so I didn't wake her up or she would get angry. I looked at the time. All right, 7.20. I got time. I grabbed my toast and put the jam on. I grabbed my backpack and left the house, not even leaving a trace that I was there. I got to school around 7.55 a.m., giving me time to go to my locker and get out my things. I began my morning routine by going to my home-based classroom and waiting there. Soon 8 o'clock a.m. came and class started. I made it through the day, class after class, and got my work done so, no, so that I had no homework. Soon enough, 3.15 p.m., came and school was over. Unfortunately, once I left the school, I realized that I had left my glasses in school, so I turned back. I got back to school around 3.30. The doors were locked, and I remembered I heard something about a dust storm, and that the school usually locks the door whenever there's a dust storm. But I just ignored it and turned around, because I didn't think it was a bad storm. Dust storms always happen in Dallas, so I continued walking. Sure enough, halfway to my house, I got caught in a dust storm. It was bigger than any other dust storm that I had ever seen, even bigger than the one I remembered calling Black Tuesday. I thought the world was coming to an end, and I began to panic. I was frantic. There was sand everywhere, and I couldn't see. All of a sudden, I heard a voice. I couldn't really tell if it was a man or a woman, but I could still hear someone's voice yelling, Hop in, and I will give you a ride home so you can get out of the storm. Now, I lived in a very small town named Archer City, right outside of Dallas, where everyone knew each other, so I thought it was safe, but I was wrong. Before I realized it, we had driven longer than expected. Out of nowhere, the car stopped. We got out. Right in front of my eyes was a long, beautiful, and tall house. As I stood there in awe, a large, firm hand gripped my arm and pulled me into the house. All of a sudden, I was falling through the air. When I finally smacked against the ground, I heard the door slam closed and a lock click. The person, whoever it was, locked me in here. As I started to get up, I felt a pair of glasses in my hand and I was so happy because I knew that I would be able to see. Little did he know, he had put me in a room with ways to get out. The, ne the very next day was June 14th. I woke up screaming because of something that was in a dream. In that dream, I was captured or kidnapped and was held as a hostage. I woke up and told myself, I need to get out of here. I want to go home. I need to be braver than I have ever been, or I'm going to be stuck here. It's time I take matters into my own hands for once. And now we're all caught up from the beginning. It took me at least a week to come up with a plan to get out. Then I had finally found the tools in the room 
Most of the tools to help me get out were in the closet. On June 21st, when the plan finally hit me, I decided to crawl out the window and climb down the tree right outside my window. I took off and got away as fast as I could. On June 22nd, I got home and it seemed like nothing had changed. I was surprised when mother came home frantic, saying she did care for me enough to call the police. Once she saw me standing there in the middle of the house, she came running towards me. I couldn't really tell if she was angry or happy. The police came to my house and rang the doorbell around 6 o'clock p.m. I was fortunate to remember the address of the house of the kidnapper that I stayed in for over a week and was able to give it to the police. When they got there, they caught the person and he was arrested. He was charged for this crime and several others and got sentenced to 50 years in prison. From that point on, my mother began driving me to and from school every day because of this accident.